right, welcome back. Uh, we got a couple of big guests coming up. Russ Tucker's coming up one second here, and then Spike Eskett. Spike is calling from New York, where he is dealing with a crisis. Okay. The crisis being out that he grew up an Eagles fan. His yep. father is the media spokesman for the Eagles, <laughs> a.k.a. bootlicker. <laughs> and, uh, and, and and now he's running a station in New York, WFAN. Yep. And, uh, we know Spike pretty well. That is a man of firm conviction. <laughs> and there's simply no way, Al, he turned tail on our teams because he went 100 miles north. Yeah, right. Once an Eagle fan, always an Eagle mm-hmm. fan. We'll find out what he's doing and how he's handling this shortly. But right now, our number one football expert, brought to you by First Trust Bank, official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles, is Ross Tucker. Hi, Ross. Angelo, what's up? How great. Are, are you enjoying football the past few days there, Ross Tucker? Well, the weekend was amazing. Last night kind of stunk, mm-hmm. uh, being a blowout and yeah. not nearly as fun. Isn't it wild, by the way? Last night, that was the game I think we were all the most excited about. Yep. Cowboys and Brady and the Bucks, and that ended up being the only blowout. The five on Saturday and Sunday, Angelo. Every game had at least one lead change. Even the seven seeds, the Seahawks and the Dolphins, really gave the Niners and the Bills a game. It was awesome. I know it was. But here's the thing. I just got to get this personal because you are an emotional man, Ross, and you played with Tom Brady, and you were watching what may have been his final game. What were you thinking when you watched Brady and saw his speech afterwards where he kind of said goodbye? What do you think? Well, uh, first of all, I didn't enjoy this year at all. You know, I, I think I've talked to you about this before. I know a lot of people don't like Tom Brady, but none of those people have actually ever met him. You know, I mean, you, you won't find a teammate of his to say anything bad about him, which I think is really, really telling because there's a lot of guys that will say bad stuff about Aaron Rodgers or whatever. And so I did not enjoy seeing a clear drop-off in his play this year. I mean, the team around him was bad. The offensive coordinator was horrible. But he didn't play well. And last year, I thought he played really well. He was second in the MVP voting last year. So he could have ended it then. He wanted to keep playing. And I know he said bye last night, uh, Angelo. I think he was saying more personally more saying bye to Tampa ah. than he was saying bye to ever playing. I There's been too much smoke about him wanting to continue to play. And I, I think now that he's divorced and he doesn't really have that uh, – he doesn't have anything pulling him to, to, to quit, I think he's going to try to play again. I think it's going to be somewhere else. And I think he's trying – this is my personal opinion. I think he's going to try to leverage playing another year or two – into some type of ownership or oh, equity geez. with one of these organizations. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm already sick of Tom Brady. He hasn't even retired yet. Let me get to the <laughs> Cowboys. All right, the Cowboys. How big a threat are they to win it all this year? Well, I think they're a really good team. I have a tough time picturing them winning three straight road playoff games. So they beat a bad Bucks team last night. But now they're going to have to go to San Francisco and beat a Niners team that's won 11 in a row and then more than likely, and hopefully it's the case, come to Philadelphia and beat the Eagles. I don't think it's very likely. I don't think they're that big of a threat, Angelo. But I'm I'm glad the Eagles are playing the Giants and not the Cowboys. As good as the Giants looked against the Vikings, the Cowboys are just a better, more talented team. And if you're looking at this as an Eagles fan, as you should be, I think you should probably be happy, I guess, 
that the Cowboys won last night because the Cowboys actually have a real chance to beat the Niners. I'm just not sure Dak and those guys can play that consistently to do it three weeks in a row. All right, you know, I'm going to get right to my fear. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it right on the table because nobody can argue that the Giants have more talent than the Eagles. Nobody can. The Eagles did beat them twice, once when it mattered. Here's the thing, Ross. I don't trust my coordinators. I just laid out, I think Josie will confirm this, a convincing argument of my fears good. of yeah, that. was a good argument. Because the fact of the matter is, wide open receivers, I see that all the time with Gannon. Goddard, uh, with uh, Shane Steichen, I don't know what I'm getting. Is he going to dial up Goddard? Did you see what Hawkinson did? How big a concern should it be that our coordinators have been not been on their game for a month now? Uh, fair question. Um, I would say the counter to that, Angelo, would be there's a reason why these guys both had three or four interviews for head coaching gigs. People around the league are pretty impressed with what they did. I'm a little bit more concerned about the guys coming out rusty and the Giants, just the belief that the Giants have in themselves right now after what they were able to do on Sunday against the Vikings and how well Daniel Jones played. I'm a little bit more concerned about that than I am about the coordinators. That said, you know, if Daniel Jones comes out and has wide open receivers, by the way, like he did against the Vikings, that Vikings defensive coordinator, if he's not fired by tomorrow, I'll be surprised. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, oh, that guy, God, was that he guy awful. is the worst. Uh, it's unbelievable. And by the way, that's one of the reasons why I feel pretty good about the Eagles Saturday night. They're not going to let him be that open. I mean, it, it's not going to be that nuts that, you know, Daniel Jones able to just pick them apart I will say this though I think the onus is on your boy Jonathan Gannon Angelo he better have a plan for Daniel Jones's legs he better have a plan for how fast Daniel Jones is he had over 70 yards rushing against the Vikings he is an absolute weapon if you remember even like the Titans game Tannehill ran for a couple first downs if Daniel Jones runs for a lot of yards Saturday night that is on Gannon, and we'll be talking about it next week. Well, I want to I want to uh, put on the record, Rhea, that uh, the reference of Gannon as my boy, mm-hmm. uh, I do not accept it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I no, do that, not that, stand that, was, that guy. That was in jest. <laughs> I know it was. Well, yeah, all right, yeah. then let me just get to the only question that matters. How close to fully functional do you think Jalen Hurts will be on Saturday night? I think like 90, 95%. Ah, I'll tell Jonesy, 90, I'll take 90 right now. You think so? You think you'll be that good? I do. I do, yeah. I mean, it's been a while since the injury. He just got another, you know, 10 days totally off to let it heal. What's really interesting, okay, we'll know pretty early in the game how the Eagles feel about Hurts by whether or not they have any design quarterback runs yeah, in the first quarter. We're going to know. I mean, we're, we're going to know pretty early in the game whether the Eagles think he's totally full throttle and there's no hesitation, there's no restrictor plate, or if we don't see Jalen Hurts run at all, then it's like, oh, boy, it's still bothering him. They're still worried about it, and they're not going to call those. And then that becomes a concern, especially in the red zone where him running is such a threat. And let me just say, Rhea, that is why we employ Ross Tucker. Yes. Because he gives you a reference point when yes. you're watching a game. <laughs> if Hertz is not running early, you understand you're dealing with a lot less than 90%. Oh, absolutely. He has to yeah. run. He's not the same quarterback without it. 
All right, I need two predictions here. Ross, who's going to win on Saturday night? And who will – I already know you're going to say the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And who are the Eagles going to face in the NFC Championship game? Best guess. So, I don't think it's going to be easy Saturday night, but the Eagles are the better team. You know, after a bye, Angelo, you can come out, like, totally refreshed and energy and going crazy, or you can be a little rusty. I think it's going to be the former for the Eagles. I I think they're going to come out flying around and get after the Giants, and I think they probably win – I don't know, 27-20, maybe 27-17. I feel pretty good about the Eagles Saturday night. They're going to play the 49ers because that's going to be tough for the Cowboys to win back-to-back games. It's a short week for the Cowboys. They're going out to San Francisco. And, you know, it sounds weird that say this about the Dallas Cowboys organization. On some level, Angelo, I think they're just kind of happy that they at least won a playoff game. Wow. They have not won a road playoff game in 31 years. 30 years, right. So I think on they'll never say this, right? Right. But, you know, Mike McCarthy was going to get fired today if they lost last night. Ah. I I think on some level they're like, at least we didn't lose to the Bucs, (laughs) who were 8-9. and NFC South was terrible. People would have been making fun of us all offseason. If we lose to the Niners – well, we don't want to lose the Niners, but if we do, that's at least you know respectable, and we're on the road, and it's they're a really good team. So I think it's Eagles Niners, like we all thought it would be before the playoffs started next Sunday in Philadelphia, yep. Lincoln Financial Field, three o'clock NFC Championship game, three o'clock. That's three right. o'clock. I already looked it up, pal. It's the early game this early year. One. They flip them back and forth. Nice. Ross Tucker, once again, you have established why we employ you because you are brilliant. Thank you, my friend. Thanks, guys. Ross Tucker with some great insights into what's going on. Let me bring up Dustin from the Northeast. Hi, Dustin. Hey, Ange. How are you? Good morning. Good morning, everybody. I'm doing great. What are you thinking right now, Dustin? I, and I can call. I, 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 I was a person really used to hate when I would call because I was the one I had no faith in in Jalen Hurts um, in the beginning of the season. Correct. I said I needed to see what he what he could do. I don't know why anybody's nervous. <laughs> the Eagles are the far superior team, man. I know we got a couple stew nods running our our, our offense and defense, <laughs> but we have the better players on the field. Jalen Hurts is by far the most important player to any franchise this season. And whoever says that they that he's not and Patrick Mahomes deserves MVP or Josh Allen, it's gotta be Patrick Mahomes because they love that curly little sixteen year old girl look. But the thing is, and after seeing what the team looks like without him compared to what he is, there's no doubt in my mind that he's MVP. All right, because, hold on you know, a second, Dustin. Take a breath here. I want to run something by Jonesy. Jonesy, what just happened is interesting hmm. because he referred to our coordinators, to use the Italian term, stunat. Yes. All right? Now, here's what I need to know. If these guys were to blow this game <laughs> to the Giants, yes. does 14-3 and three not matter now? They're going to carry nothing. with them yeah, it means nothing. that yeah. they did nothing with this talent yes, base. It's, all, it's actually next worse. Year, it's, yeah, yeah. Next year, they don't have all these players. You understand? they got to pay Hurts, yeah. and that's going to make the cap much more restrictive. And these guys will no longer – this won't even be seen as a successful season, yeah, they will, will it? They will be the most nervous of anybody going right? into this game. Well, that doesn't necessarily bode they well either. They have nothing to gain and everything to lose. Dustin, you called them stunats. Why did you call them that? 
Because, Andrew, it, it, it really showed two weeks ago when we were playing the worst run defense in the league with a backup quarterback who couldn't hold a starting position for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's, he's a great step in player. He can't do it all season long. We all know that. All right. Well, you we will find out. All right, Dustin, give me a word to describe your emotions right now. Enthusiastic. Enthusiastic. We got the best all right, stay like right that. there. Enthusiastic, real like that. She's not the judge. Alice, and we chose Al because Al appears more detached from human emotion than ever. <laughs> An emotional warrior. TR is up next from Winfield. Hi, TR. Hello, everybody. What are you hey, feeling man. this morning, TR? Well, I'm going to give you my word right now, then. I feel pumped. Pumped. Put pumped down up, pumped, Al. Al. TR, why are you pumped? Aren't you nervous? You know what? A man of few words. Did you watch the games, TR? Yeah. Did you see Daniel Jones? You're not nervous that he could ruin our season. He's not going to ruin our season. Brandon Graham and Reddick's not going to let that happen. I need them to get rough. I need some broad street bullying football. Okay? I need some rough and tough football. I need somebody. I need to see some slamming. I need to see some hurting. I need to, I need some fear in the quarterback's eyes. And I need I need a blowout. And that's what's going to happen. We're going to go in there and we're going to blow him out. All right, well, it's, uh, it's ironic you would say that because Brandon Graham is on at 8 o'clock this morning. And he normally is I, – and I know he thinks you're one of our best callers, T.R. Talk directly to Brandon. Tell him what you need to, him to do Saturday night. Brandon, I need you to talk dirty to the quarterback. I need you to get into his head. <laughs> and when you get hands on him, I need to slam him hard. Let him see the earth coming to him like he's falling out of an airplane. That fast. I need him hitting that ground hard. I don't want you to take his heart, man. And if you're in this space talking dirty as possible. Please. Talk as dirty you, as you can. What would you say to him? How do you talk dirty? Well, no, let me that? make this clear. Oh, the there is simply talking. no one in the history of sports who is better at that than Keith Jones. <laughs> you talk dirty all the time. No. Did you yeah. not use personal references to people on the ice that were having marital problems? I cannot deny that. Oh, almost got him killed. Right, Al. Al, he would say stuff to people that was very inappropriate. Well, you have to moment. pay attention to what's going on. Jonesy, around. you should pep talk, but Brandon, because Brandon yeah. loves to trash talk. He I mean, does. He's he trash talks. Work with him, Jonesy. It's hard to do now. It's harder no, to do now. No, he does it so much. Fletcher has to tell him to stop sometimes. Yeah, I love it. Ti, <laughs> you're on the right thing. We need some dirty talk. Now, give me uh, your word is pumped. You stay on live for pumped here. 215-592-9494. Now, real drama, Al. We're going to New York City. We're going to talk to our former boss, Spike Eskin. He oh. now runs WFAN in New York, our sister state. What's he doing up at this time? Well, <laughs> he grew up as a huge <laughs> Eagles fan, and he has been an Eagles fan his whole life. Is he one now? Money talks. Now, Al. Yeah. But what about conviction? He's what about ask- what about character? He's an asking. What about? <laughs> let's fi- we're going to find out together. We're going to find out together when we get. All right, welcome back. It's a seven twenty-three is the time. I don't see Spike Eskin up there. Not yet. All right, let me do this first show before I put him on because it's very exciting Saturday night. Al, the Manning cast was in full bloom last night during yes. the uh, yes. game with the uh, Cowboys yes. and the Buccaneers, and in the game, the Mannings were talking. Eli Manning had made a promise when he retired; mm-hmm. he would not attend another Giants game. Right. 
And, he, yeah, he, but yeah. now he's softening on it. Mm-hmm. I want you to hear this, and hopefully Spike is hearing it too. Because Spike, Al, this was WYSP. This was a music station that Spike was the PD then, too, right, right. program director. Here is what the Mannings were saying. You going to Philly? Are you going to Philly next weekend? I was trying to keep that quiet, but I, I said when I retired, I would never go back to a football game at Philly, but I think I had to break my promise. I think I have to go there. I can't wait to see the amount of double birds I get. All right. Uh, <laughs> the minute I heard that, Al, I heard of a famous song. Does anyone remember? See, this is the problem, Josie, with getting old. Yeah. Does anybody remember the rock group Three Dog Night? I do. Because they did a song, Joe. Eras coming. Eras coming. All right, uh, Joe, play the. I want Josie to hear more of the song. Because, see, I want Spike to think we changed back to music. <laughs> Josie, tell me, you're in the car. And this song comes on. Don't even ask yeah. him. Are you listening to this? Just listen. This is perfect for Saturday night. Listen to this here. Here comes the fast part. Mm. God, this is awful. No. It's wonderful. Eli's coming. Eli's coming. You with me? No. I guarantee you they played this song on YSP. I bet they did. All right, let me. What is it? It's three. Do- All right, hold no, on. What's Ladies YSP? and gentlemen, the program director of WFAN and our former boss, the great Spike Eskin. Hi, Spike. We did not play that song on WFAN. Woke him up. All right, Spike, do you remember the song? Do you remember Three Dog Night? Uh, I am aware of Three Dog Night. I don't remember this song. I, mean, I wasn't at YSP in like the early 70s. I was there right. okay. like 15 years ago. See, this is the problem, Spike. This is why I'm retiring. Nobody knows my references anymore. I'm too damn old. All right, Spike, let's get to it. You have a very interesting dilemma. You are a lifelong Eagles fan. Your father's the iconic Howard Eskin. And now you run a station in New York. How were you able to root for the Eagles in such a game that would help your station? Ah, uh, it's complicated. I've been thinking about it a lot. I, I know this sounds impossible, but I am genuinely fine with whatever outcome happens on Saturday night. Like I, uh, I know it, it, it sounds like I'm uh, a traitor or something, but I'm, we're the flagship station, the Giants. I work with the Giants. I've watched every Eagles game this year and every Giants game this year. And I, 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 am, I am, for the first time in my life with a sporting event, I, I, I know this sounds crazy, but I am truly conflicted on Saturday night. All right, so you're not – either way, you will be able to rationalize. Is that what you're saying, Spike? Yeah, I mean, I, the Eagles part's pretty easy to rationalize, and the Giants part is pretty easy to rationalize, too. People have asked me, they're like, well, how could you possibly root for the Giants? And I'm like, well, I have a mortgage – well, hold on. I think I know. I, mean, I think yeah. I can expose which way he's leaning. Spike, who's going to win the game? I, 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 I do believe the Giants are going to win. Oh. That mortgage oh. must be pretty big. Yeah. Oh. You better get oh, that no. mortgage paid off quick. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 
right, Spike, let me hear your rationale here for how the Giants are going to beat the Eagles. So, I, I, as I mentioned, I'm in an odd position in that I don't think I've watched every game of two teams before ever in my life and with football. So I've watched all, basically all of every Eagles game and all of every Giants game this year. And the, what I would tell you is this. The Giants team that the Eagles are facing on Saturday night is not the same Giants team that they saw six weeks or, or eight weeks ago. This is they have they are not as talented as the Eagles. The Eagles are clearly more talented. The Eagles clearly had a better season. But the way that the the Giants have evolved this year and the way that they've been coached and, and the way that you've seen the quarterback evolve and the the offensive line grow and the wide receivers grow is I I just feel like things are clicking at the right time. Now I, I I don't think it's an easy pick, and I don't think there's a blowout, but I think if the Giants are able to get a turnover or two and play clean football, which they have generally this season, I think that they right now are playing better football than I've seen the Eagles play over the last month. Wow. All right. How different is it at FAN when you have a winning football team like the Giants have become? It's like night and day compared to last year. I mean, last year both football teams were dead in the first month of the season, and, and not only dead, but boring. Uh, and New York is such a heavy baseball town that I know it sounds crazy, but the football teams, when they're not good, can fade into the background. Uh, a month ago, we were talking about the Mets and the Yankees every day, all day. Um, and that's even with, with a, a playoff football team and another team that almost made the playoffs. But the energy now, especially after winning the playoff game, after beating the Vikings, because I don't think people... I think the Giants were a nice story for people this year, but I don't think people actually believed. But I think they're in the position now where they believe that the team, I, they're not a Super Bowl team, but they, they can, I, I think people believe they can win on Saturday night. All right, uh, Spike, we shared the greatest thing that ever happened in this city in sports, at least as I see it, when the Eagles won a Super Bowl. Yeah. What impact on our station, on WIP, did the Eagles winning the Super Bowl have? I, you know, I think it changed everything. I, I think it, um, it, at least for the evolution of the radio station, you know, at that point we were, we were what, two years into DeCamera and Richie. We were one year into Ike and John, maybe probably even less than that. And, but I, I felt like the, the teamwork we had and the, with, with that new lineup and the energy we had, we were in a good position to take hit to take advantage of the Super Bowl win. And I think it just was the boost of energy we all needed to evolve. It was the, the, that game and the, that, that run and the, the time after it, it almost makes every other sporting event feel like dolt to me. For, for, like I, I can't imagine anything else feeling the way that that felt. And I think for WIP, especially at the time we were in, um, I thought it, it changed everything. Uh, Spike, this is going to be uh, real inside, but I think people would like to know the answer to this question. When you hired Joe DeCameron and John Ritchie, did you think someday they could be the morning show here? Uh, I mean, not specifically. I, I, I think I hired everyone. When, when we were trying to build the radio station, the idea was let's build a radio station. The, the idea of you leaving was terrifying at the time. <laughs> and the, 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 the idea was, 
why don't we build a radio station that at least theoretically could withstand that? And I knew that John and Joe were talented and hardworking and all of those things. Um, but like Joe will tell you, Joe was like that first meeting I had with those two guys. It, it was one of the most awkward meetings of my entire life. Joe thought he had made the worst decision of his life. Uh, John was busy drinking pitchers of Diet Coke for some reason at the <laughs> dinner we were at. And it was it was a strange first year for them, but they grew and they worked hard. And um, I didn't hire them with the idea that they would be the morning show, but I- I'm not surprised that they will be. Wow, it was an uh, excellent hire. Last, I just got to ask this because Aria's been reported all day. It appears Joshua Harris is the leading <laughs> candidate to own the Washington Commanders. Needless to say, you're highly uh, involved in the Sixers. Uh, Spike, is is Harris a good owner? Ah, there are worse owners. There are better owners. I, I, I would say that like it is hilarious to think that one person would own the Sixers, the Devils, and the Commanders. Like, that is that is a person who does not understand Philadelphia particularly well. Uh, but I would say that Harris, to his credit, for the Sixers, has been willing to spend money, has been willing to basically basically stay out of basketball operations. I think we have in, in Philadelphia. We've seen some pretty bad owners, and we've seen some, you know, we saw we saw Norman Brayman, we saw Harold Katz, we've seen good owners like Jeffrey Lurie. I, I think that it's very easy to crush Josh Harris for the things that he does wrong, but I think there are plenty worse owners in the NBA than Josh Harris. All right, Spike, here's all I want to say. You know I love you. I loved working with you. I respect you tremendously. I honestly believe you're rooting for the Giants on Saturday night. I really do. That's what I – Rhea, are you with me? I think, I think Spike um, – Yes. I got a feeling you're rooting for them. This could cause some friction at home with your father. Oh, uh, well, the, I, I haven't lived there in – at 30 years. So no, but you I, caught, I, I think, <laughs> I'm sure you talk to him every day, Spike. <laughs> I, look, he, uh, boy, he is a team player for the Eagles. Less so for maybe WIP, but oh, I, I saw him. I saw him posting the stat about NFL teams who played on the road three straight weeks. Right. He didn't mention that the two of those games for the Giants are in Philadelphia, an hour away. Yeah. One of them. They they didn't play their starters, so I'm not. I, I hope it's making him feel better. I I don't know if it has a factor of the game. Look, I have many. There are so many great people that work for the Eagles, and of course the players who have been involved with IP for so long, Kelsey and Brandon Graham, and those folks. I I would be thrilled if the Eagles won, but I wouldn't be particularly disappointed if the Giants won either. I uh, Spike. I hope you're talking baseball next week at WFAN. How's that? <laughs> Sam, Spike, always great. Thank you, Spike. Appreciate it. Spike asking with some interesting insights into what's going on. Al, there's not, Rhea Rhea knows this stuff. Rhea's so smart at being able to tell where the affections are. Al, if it helps his station, he just did a whole thing on how the impact it had where we want to hear, right? He wants his station to succeed. If you got a Super Bowl, it's much better. Come on, Al. Yeah, probably, but it's hard to let go of. I mean, if you grew up here, a fan. Yeah. I let go it of the Giants. I, I was well, a Giants if, fan. The if, minute if, I moved here, I let go. If the Sixers played the Knicks, I think it would be a different story. You yeah, Maybe. Maybe. I, yeah. I, I let go as well. You did let go? Yeah, Excuse me. <laughs> here we go. It's a different thing, John. <laughs> I have a doctor here who might want to check you. Al. <laughs> Even though last I heard he was 
primarily working on feet. Wow. 215-215. <laughs> kind of smells like feet in here. <laughs> 215-592-9490. Your calls, all your calls when we return. WIP Sports Time. Seven. All right, welcome back. Uh, 742. I just want to warn everybody yeah. out there. I'm sitting on something big. What? Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, no, no. Congratulations. No, no. Yeah. I, I have some information about the game Saturday night that is extremely interesting Ooh. and is very exciting for Eagle fans. Nice. But I'm not ready to do it. I do. If I bring it out now, Al, I put Brandon Graham in an awkward position. Okay. So once I talk to him, then I'm going to break my big one. All right. <laughs> breaking off no, a big I'm, one. No, I'm breaking a big one really? on this show about quarter past eight, right. playing according. Hold on to it. It's about the game. All right, about anyway, Ava Graham. Yes. <laughs> Jonesy, does it always have to be that reference? I don't know why you're going there. Because I'm... it's a big deal. Yes. What I have here is big. I heard. All right, go, go <laughs> ahead, Ava. Brought to you by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. It's Chevy Equinox Month. January means huge savings on every Armin Chevrolet Equinox. Find your roads at ArminChevy.com. What worries you the most about the Giants-Eagles playoff game on Saturday night? 45% hurts Health. Oh, come on. Don't you listen to me. 26% eagle coordinators. Something. <laughs> 21% nothing. 8% giant coaching. All right, so it's that the other three, and we're in a, a distant second. Mm. Yes. The coordinators should worry you the most. Hertz is fine. You just heard uh, uh, we had Russ Tucker out. He said 90 to 95%. Yeah, that's right. Then you're in good shape. But are you sure that I'm too, Jones? Jonesy, by the way, during the break, has been telling me how positive he is about the Eagles in this game. Yeah. We will have him. He will have a forum on that very shortly. Oh. I do want you to hear one oh. other thing before I go to the phones. It came from Hassan Reddick last night. All right. He was on the Brandon Graham show here at WIP, and he talked about you, the fans. The fans have been great all year. They've been loud all year. They've made every away game feel like a home game. Yeah. This is playoffs. This is winner go home. I, I know that the energy is going to be crazy. But the fan, the way we're far fans, and the way you guys been loud all year, it's, it's, it's going to be an amazing atmosphere. I know it. I can't wait. I, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Man. <laughs> all right, somebody's Jeez. winning tickets today. Mm-hmm. You have to be incredibly loud, even if the things don't go great right away. Keep the pressure on the Giants. Keep it on. They did face the, the pressure well in Minnesota. It's a different kind of pressure here. Yes, it's not even Get em. comparable. Gary's up from Whitehall. Hi, Gary. Hey, morning, Ange. Morning, crew. How are you? I'm fine, Gary. What do you think? I'm confident, and that's my word. Confident, confident. now. Good word. Right, why are you confident? Explain. It's the Giants. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Excuse me. Gary. Well said, Gary. <laughs> Did you watch the game on, on uh, so, was it Sunday? Gary, they looked not, very good. That's the Vikings, and they're fraudulent. <laughs> that is they true. were the biggest yes. fraud all year. Yeah. They were. So yes. you are I mean, very, very confident. Would you be confident enough to place a wager on this game? Um, What's the number? I don't know if I should Seven say it and on a the half. Air, I don't know if I should say it on the air, but it's already been wagered. So. Oh, you can say it. Right. You're allowed to say You're it. You're allowed to say it. It's legal now, Gary. You did already place a wager? That, yes, a wager, and I have uh, side bets, too, with people at work. All right, so okay. you are you are confident. That's definitely so. All right, Gary, 
You're, uh, I'm going to put you on hold with the word confident, and maybe he'll have tickets to the game. Jonesy, you're even more than confident. Yes, what I do am. you feel? Well, you have a short week, number one, for the Giants. You have a completely healthy Eagles team. When does that ever happen, going into a playoff well, game? It's not completely. Completely. I mean, every starter. Avante Maddox, Every starter is going to be available for the game. All right. I mean, that does not happen. The Giants have some key players banged up and the Eagles are going to dominate the game and win. I am extremely confident that the Eagles will move on. All right, when you say dominant, like two touchdowns or more? Easily two touchdowns. <gasps> wow. Kate, and he never talks like that. And you do place wagers I on do. these I things. I do. I placed it as soon as I saw it come up for the game. You did? Was yeah. it seven and seven a half? Seven and a half yeah. when I got it. And you did, And you just had no hesitation. I emptied my account. On. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. If he emptied his account, this comma's in there. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, that, Guy's loaded. <laughs> All right, let me go to my man, Andy the Troll. Ooh. Hi, Andy. Yo, Ange. What's up, pal? Andy, I'm very worried about the coordinators. Before I get to that, I got to get the Spike Eskin. Never been a huge fan. I don't know why, whether it was he's Howard Eskin's son mm. or uh, he spent years um, he spent years defending that scam hinky or that dumbass podcast he had, Right the Ricky, whatever. It's still going. But, Very good. Yeah, but, it's still but that, guy gets, but that guy gets a little bit of New York money, and he turns his back on his hometown team. Embarrassing. A lot of New York money. Making it, the thing is, Andy, he didn't want to admit it, but we could tell by the way he was talking that he's rooting for the Giants. Yo, and picks the stinking Giants? What yeah. a fraud. Three like, million a, a year. Fraud. Right. You know what? He's uh, turning his back on his own hometown. Oh, he's a fraud. I always knew he was a fraud, but he showed his true colors today. <laughs> All right. Well said, Andy. Good, on, Andy. You're, you're off to a good you. start. I got to get on you, big guy, though. No, We're three games from winning the Super Bowl, and I, all I got to hear is you ripping the coordinators. Come I don't on, like them. I don't <laughs> like them, Andy. This is what's going to happen. We're going to win a Super Bowl. You're going to be retired, and you got to come in and apologize and eat some crow for all this time. You're ripping these guys. Come on, man. No, listen to me. When I leave, I'm going for good. You will not. And I may promote my book well, after I write it. if they win. But no, like, Rhea will be calling me to book me, and I'm going to say no. And mm. Wait a minute. Apparently, she's not going to be calling What, what time's Ray didn't you come in today? <laughs> Oh, wait, that's not the same thing. Ray didn't have to get up at 2.30 in the morning. Come on. All right, go but ahead, Edge, Andy. Yeah. But, Edge, you, you didn't watch football this weekend. Look how many dumb decisions coaches were making. True. Mike McDaniels with his time management. Oh. The Ravens, uh, Harbaugh, when he's on goal line, playing the quarterback. Like, come on, man. He blamed the quarterback. Coaches. No, you're so true, the, Andy. Our, that's right. How about Brandon Staley when he blew a 27-point uh, lead with the Chargers? But, oh. but my point. Ange, my point is our coaches aren't making those dumbass decisions. You don't see that, okay? It's not happening. We're not getting out schemed. Right. We're going to blow the Giants out. Are you kidding me? I ain't worried about those damn midgets. All right, but hold on. You cannot deny, Andy, that uh, the uh, coaching staff of the Giants is impressive. Oh, uh, Dayball is a really good – they got a yeah. really good head coach. He's good. He's good. Because, because you, look at their, you look at their personnel and their wide receivers – and uh, their O line, uh, they shouldn't be where they're at right now. I think I think his coaching has elevated them, but they don't scare me at all, at all. I right, think give me a word to describe your emotions right now, Andy the Troll. Here's a word for our Eagles this season: destined. Destiny. Put Destined. it down now. Well, that doesn't. That's a bad word. Destiny. Because it doesn't really fit. Yeah, when right, someone well. says a team of destiny. 
it's not an emotion. Well, if it's destiny, it's already predetermined. Yeah, well, it doesn't sorry, matter what you do. You have to gauge that. You're the judge. Yeah, that's out. By the way, <laughs> there are doctors here right now yeah. studying your behavior. What do you mean? To find out how, what? if possibly you're not human. I kind of, I'm human. Do you have a heart? Yeah, it's, it's beats slow, though. All right, just do me this. All right, so my wife comes in and does a speech. Yeah, she was very nice. I like no, your wife. She's forget, a nice person. Forget with the wife. Yeah, okay, right, I'll here's what I need wife. to focus. All right, yeah. Come on. When's the last time you cried? Well, the dog. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It was bad. Every uh, time. Yep. Yeah. It's You know what? Excuse me. Yeah. That's the truth. The yeah. one time your emotions comes out, it's with yeah. dogs. Yeah. <laughs> it's too bad. That's because they can't talk back to it. <laughs> Is that what it is? Yes. He didn't feel that way about the cat. The dog no. doesn't say you're an idiot to <laughs> him cat. like we do. Now, when the cat went, yeah, were you sad at that? It was in the litter box. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, cats are fine. I have nothing against cats. Right. I, I would just rather they live with somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> on the way over the bridge, Al didn't say anything. <laughs> Dave is up next. Hi, Dave. Good morning. You're on 94 WIP. Hi, Dave. Good morning. Uh, thanks for taking my call again. How are you guys doing this morning? Uh, we're doing great, Dave. Obviously, we're a little edgy and nervous because we got the biggest game of the year coming up on Saturday night. How you feeling? Uh, I'm not nervous. I'm kind of excited, looking forward to the game. I'd like to see uh, Ertz connect with uh, Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. All right. That yeah, makes sense to me. Uh, uh, but don't, please, Dave, don't ignore Goddard. No. The Giants no, no. can't cover the tight ends. Their linebackers are slow, and Goddard is every bit as good as Hawkinson. Throw him the ball, damn it! Hello. Uh, I, I, I totally agree. We've got to get the uh, yep. the ball moving, the chains going, and uh, let's get ready to make some noise. All right, Dave, what's your word? Slow. <laughs> Al. That was not Al. That was not you're Dave. not in this game, Dave, Al. what's your word? I want to say optimistic. Optimistic. All right, yeah, now. That was good. I want you guys, I want to get you guys a little excited here. Let's right, do yeah. it. I want to talk about this weekend coming up. Yeah. It doesn't get better than this for football. It doesn't get better. Uh-huh. Listen to these games, all right? Saturday, 4.30. Doug Peterson versus Andy Reid. Mm. Is that a good story? Al, you like that one? Is that an enjoyable appetizer? That's like the little hot dog with the thing on it, Al. Yeah. That's a pig's in a blanket. Yeah. That's right. That's a pig in a blanket. (laughs) Don't say anything. (laughs) All right, Al. Is that a good, uh, Josie, is that a good Uh, game? I love that appetizer. Come on, that's a great game. It's one of my favorites. All right, main event, uh, Giants at Eagles. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I have to tell you any more about that. That's spectacular. Then you've got the next day, Al, it's, it's a replay of the uh, Demar Hamlin game. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. The, oh, Bengals, but this yeah. time the Bengals are at Buffalo. I'm going to make a prediction. Hamlin will appear at the game. Yeah, he was at the last one, right? No, he no, did he not go. He, oh, I thought he, he saw the team. Oh, they he saw the waiting. team. Yeah. They're going to bring him on the field because oh, wow. he's doing better. And yeah. you wait till you see the emotion with that. The Bengals happens. can win that game. And then Cowboys Again. Niners on Sunday night. Yeah, that is a weekend. I would That's go phenomenal. I think you can. What is the parlay? If you take all the home teams, you're going to win. You're going to win all the home games. Yeah. All right. Well, here's the thing, Al. The people in New York don't think so. No? The people in New York think we're ripe for the picking. Ugh. We sent Billy the Helper oh, to the streets of Manhattan <laughs> to do a man on the street, and here's what he got. Al 
on Broadway. Excuse me, sir. Do you have a second? You're not exactly. What are you thinking the Eagles Giants game this week? Why don't you go f yourself? Have you just a quick comment? Your mother. You're testy early up here. Let me try this guy. He looks like he got mugged by a shoe shine boy. Sir! No comment, sir. Hey, wait a minute. Look at him. He's carrying a leaf blower. Oh my god, I think it's Rudy Juniata. Sir, Eagles Giants. Is that a hoe? That's not a hoe. She's my weed whacker. I'm looking for the fourth season. Sir, your head needs a new coat of paint. Let's get somebody else here. How you doing, buddy? Can I get your thoughts on Eagles Giants game? Uh, I like football. Are you a giant? This is a little confusing because he's got a giant's hat on, but he's wearing piston pants. You can't be drunk all day if you don't start in the morning. A lot of Giants fans are drunk. We're out here in Times Square. Good morning, America's out front. It's Michael Strahan. Hi, I'm Michael Strahan. Michael, any thoughts on the Eagles-Giants game? I think the Giants should attack the A-gap. It's bigger than the gap in my face. He's lying through his teeth. I can see right through them. Well, that's clever. Good morning, America, and goodbye, jackass. Pardon me, hon. Hey. What do you think's going to happen in the Eagles-Giants game this week? Oh, you say you're a giant? I'd like to find out. <laughs> it's the playoff game on Saturday. I'll have to go with Big Blue. That's how I make my living. We're up here in front of the courthouse. Look at this guy, Captain Comover. You're doing tremendous work. He's doing a great job. We got a big game coming up this Saturday, sir. The biggest, probably the biggest, maybe ever. Huge. Who do you like? I think the Giants can win unless it's stolen. Excuse me? It's probably rigged. Sir, what's that in your hand? Don't worry about it. Top secret. Now, look at this guy. He's well fed. <laughs> Pardon me, sir. What do you think, Eagles Giants? Giants <laughs> speak 42 slants. That's an interesting take on the game. Ah! I should have worn protective goggles. I just got hit in the eye with hot sauce. I'm hurt. Eh, that's it from New York. These people are nothing but drunks, pigs, slobs, and whores. Back to you. Uh -huh. That was real. See Joe, <laughs> yo, that was real. See Joe Cocklet's comedy show oh, at yeah. St. Anastasia. We got a short time here. <laughs> you should have seen the ones that didn't Jeez. get on. These are in Newtown Square on February 11th. For tickets, go to JoeConklin.com. Where we return.